Today, this is one of my favorite Gospels uh, because we see men coming to work and they work all day, all through the heat of the day, and people are being added to the workforce as the day goes on until finally, toward the end of the day, some people are asked to work for one hour. And they are all paid the same. They're all paid as much as the guys who had been um, there for the whole day. And when we hear this gospel, we cannot help but sympathize with the poor guys who have been working all day and who get paid as much as the guys who have been idle most of the day. But part of this sympathy is that we assume we would be working with the former group and we would feel treated unjustly. And I think we make two mistakes in doing this. First of all, this is not intended to be a teaching on social justice. The labor unions would certainly object to what was going on, but it is rather intended to demonstrate the magnanimity of God, the amazing extent of God's goodness. The other mistake is to assume that we fall into the category of those who have been hard at it all day. This gospel, I believe, makes precisely the point that we are in the group of loafers and laggards and the forgotten who have been left behind all day or who actually might have wanted to be left behind. That our pathetic efforts to work for the Lord put us clearly in the last category. And the Lord is telling us that even these pathetic efforts will be rewarded. That his goodness is so great that it extends not just to these last called workers, but that it extends to us. There's also a warning in this gospel not to judge the work of others, to take what opportunities we have, to use what talents we have, and let the Lord worry about the rewards. The very opportunity to work in the Lord's vineyard is itself a reward. And we should not begrudge the time we have, nor the limited abilities we have. Rather, we should enter into this work of the Lord with an enthusiasm which should betray what we are doing. There's a story about Joe DiMaggio, the famous center fielder for the New York Yankees. He's in his final year of playing. I believe it's 1951. It's the last day of the season. The Yankees have clinched the pennant. They are playing the last place team, the St. Louis Browns, in a doubleheader. It is 95 degrees, and he is seemingly excited about this. And seated next to him is a rookie named Mickey Mantle, who also becomes one of the great center fielders for the New York Yankees. And Mantle asks the old veteran Joe DiMaggio, how can you possibly be excited about playing today? It's 95 degrees, this is the last place team. This game is meaningless. And Joe DiMaggio says, come with me. And he takes him outside out of the dugout, onto the field, and he says, you see those fans? There's about 4,000 of them. He said, it is possible that some of them have never seen me play, and that's why they've come today. Now, this is not the statement of an arrogant man. It's the statement of a man who truly loved his game and knew that he had exceptional talents, and he had a duty to the fans to perform. That is the same kind of enthusiasm we should have. Not because we have the ability, not because we, but because we have a message that perhaps someone has not heard before. We should live our Christian life, our Catholic life, like that. 
and thank God for giving us the opportunity all day to do just that. <laughs>